Welcome to the Imagine MomCast. More answers, more Jesus, more fun. This is your host, Elaine Kohanowitz, and I'm going to tell you girls today about why you need to get out of the house and get some time to yourself. So I want you to imagine a mom. She looks like she just stuck her finger in the light socket of her hair, sticking out everywhere. She's so frazzled. She's got a baby on one hip. She's got a bowl in the other hand trying to hold the baby and the mixing bowl at the same time. A spatula in the one hand mixing in the mixing bowl and a phone to the side of her ear while she's doing all that. She's got a little kid clamped to her leg saying mommy 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 and two boys in the background playing swords with paper towel rolls and two little girls in the background making a huge mess with little dolls and little clothes and little furniture all over everywhere and then I want you to imagine that she's been doing this for about three months now. Three months every day, day in and day out. And she loves it. And she loves her kids. And she's up with them at night. And she's checking on them. And she's up with the baby. And she's taking care of sick kids. And she's taking care of cleanup and food and play. And making sure that everything is good. And she's been doing really good. But... Now there's bags under her eyes, and she's unhappy, and everything that seemed good yesterday is bad today, and she really is feeling awful, and she doesn't know what to do, and she puts the phone down, and all of a sudden, her husband walks in the door, and she drops the kid off her leg and sets the baby down, And goes to her husband and says everything is awful and everything is bad and she's crying. And all she wants to do is lay on her belly on the floor and bang the floorboards like a three-year-old and scream and cry and throw a fit. And she doesn't even know why. And her husband, who owns his own business and is constantly thinking about how to make money to provide for their big family, has just been slammed with some incredible news from his wife that everything's awful when just yesterday everything seemed fine and actually for the last three or four months everything seemed fine and he doesn't know what's going on and he's totally confused and he's been in provider mode all this time and he doesn't really even remember what caregiver mode's all about because he hasn't been doing it and all of a sudden she needs help and she's desperate and everything's a mess and he says but everything's fine everything's been fine what's wrong with you And she's so out of her mind at that point that she can't even answer him because she just doesn't even know what's wrong with her because she's just so done. And so she just grabs her keys and grabs her purse, sobbing, runs out the door, gets in her car and leaves. And her husband is sitting there just wondering what the heck just happened. And she goes into her car, drives to the nearest parking lot, calls her best friend sobbing and has a huge just rant session (laughs) and sob session and thinks to herself as she's leaving I don't care what happens to these people I don't care if I ever see them again 
So just imagine that and just realize that 10 years ago, 10 or 15 years ago, that was me. And that exact thing happened several times. And I didn't really know why. But now, you know, and later on as I got a little bit older and wiser, I realized that it was caregiver burnout. Like you can only just do so much before it just catches up to you. You you can only be turned on 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for so long before you just got to get out of there and have a break or you're going to just go insane. And so I want to help you today to to maybe minimize that so that you don't have those same issues that I had. And I'm going to give you a whole bunch of tips and ideas on how you can get a break for yourself. All right, girl. So it's time to think about how you can make a plan to get out of the house on a regular basis so that you don't end up like craziness like I did. And I'm going to give you 17 ideas. So hopefully one of these will really help you. And if not, maybe it'll spark an idea of something else that you can try. But what I would think about, first of all, is what do you like to do? So even if it's something like take a walk or read a book, it could be go rock climbing. It could be go to the movies. It could be go see a friend for lunch or coffee or whatever it is that you like to do. I mean, for goodness sakes, it could be underwater basket weaving or whatever. But whatever you like to do, think about what you might take a break and do. Maybe it's going shopping Um, but if you could co-op someone into helping you and give you a break on a more regular basis so that, you know, you can have a chance to get renewed, it is so important. So I'm going to start with number one, which is leave the kids with dad. Um, and just so you know, if you don't, you know, if you're a single mom or what have you, I have some other ideas for you as well. So don't get discouraged. Even if you feel like I, there's just no way I can get out of the house. Well, I have some ideas for that too. So keep listening. So I think something here will help you. So number one was leave with dad. And what I want to say about that is, you know, some people have husbands that are really great about, you know, being with the kids and taking care of the kids. And then other people have husbands that aren't particularly domestic. And so it's a lot harder to, you know, leave your leave the kids especially when they're young and I do think this this is a pretty widespread feeling among moms I know it's not true of everyone but I do really think that like when we leave we feel like things are not going to get done like we would do them and and a lot of times that is true and so we worry about the kids and we or we worry about the mess that's going to be there when they we get back or We just know that dad's not going to do the things the same way we would. Or we worry that, you know, a kid's not going to be covered up at night right if you're not there to put them to bed. Whatever. It's crazy the little things that you think about. But I would just encourage you to think about it this way. When you leave your kids with dad, the only expectation you have when you get back is that they're alive and safe and healthy and fine. Like, whatever happens while you're gone, you just need to let it go. You need to trust Dad. He's going to do it differently than you, and it isn't going to look the same. But I promise, when you get back, the kids will be fine. It'll be good for them. It'll be good for Dad. It'll be a learning experience, possibly. But 
All you need to know is they're alive. They're fine. No one's going to starve to death or freeze to death or anything else. They're going to be just fine. So don't be afraid to leave them with dad because you need that time. You need that regular time. There was a little bit of time where I was leaving the kids with dad when we just had the two boys. And they would watch football while I was gone. And I honestly don't remember what I was doing. But it just was so good for me. And it was good for them too. They got to drink pop and hang out with dad and jump on the couch. And they had a good time. So that's number one. Number two, ask your family. If you have family around or grandparents or sisters or brothers or sisters-in-laws, you know, don't be afraid to ask them for help if that's a possibility. It's awesome to have family around. Um, and if you have that, you know, you should definitely take advantage of it. If you feel like you can't take advantage of it on a really regular basis, you might try to um, spread the love a little bit and maybe see if, like, your sister can watch him one week and your mom could watch him another week and your sister-in-law could watch him the week after that or something like that. But if you have family around, it's such a blessing. I did not, and so that was just something we didn't have. But if you have it, that would be something to definitely take advantage of and and be a blessing to them too of course you know watch their kids or do something to help them as well if you can and just remember this is a season so they're not going to be helping you forever so it's okay to ask number three swap with friends um if you can swap with a friend that is really such a blessing for both of you um definitely see if you can do that and um that kind of goes along with number four which is ask different friends so if you can't swap with a friend or you can't swap with a friend every week, um, you could also just ask different friends. I actually did this with um, Mac when he's my last kid and when he was a baby. It wasn't, it was still really hard to get away, but I had, my other kids were a little older by that time because he was our last out of six. And, but they were too young to take care of a baby. And to be honest, I, this is one of those dad things like, I didn't really feel really comfortable leaving the baby with dad. Not that he couldn't have taken care of the baby, but it just, you know, it, he was actually really little at that point. And like I said, it's not that a dad can't take care of a baby, but I just, um, and he might have been busy too. Honestly, I can't even remember. But I was able to leave the older kids, and so I took the baby, and I, each week, I would have a different friend watch them. So I had three friends watching them, and then it would cycle. So I'd have, you know, friend one, then friend two, then friend three on the third week, and then it would go back. And Mac cried. I think that was the other reason, too, is he just cried and cried and cried when I was gone. And I knew that, like, at this, this point, my friends really didn't have babies, so I knew that they could handle it, and they didn't. They they enjoyed, you know, being with the baby. Um, it was a lot more stressful for Dad, you know, to just the crying and crying and crying all the time and it was only for like an hour and a half or so because I was actually swimming at that time um but it worked out really good and it was just such a good mental thing for me just to go do something else and get a break and it was such a blessing and it spread the you know load out to each of my friends so that they didn't all have to do it Okay, and so number five is swap for something besides kids. So if you can swap with a friend, you know, where you each have a turn watching their kids, that's great. But sometimes 
they don't need you to watch their kids. Maybe they already have family that watches them or what have you. But you could swap for something else. Like maybe if they watched your kids one night each week, you could make a meal for them one night each week. Or you could help them paint their living room. Or you could tutor one of their kids. Or I even have a friend that, uh, my best friend Laura, she does electrical work. So, you know, she could even, she could have swapped for that. You know, come and, and fix something, you know, at their house. So whatever you're good at, you know, consider swapping as a way to kind of pay, you know, for someone to help you with your kids. Um, number six, uh, get a babysitter. Of course, that's, you know, pretty a given, but sometimes that can be expensive. I mean, if you can afford it, awesome. I would absolutely recommend you do it if you can afford it. Find somebody that you really feel comfortable with and really trust and give yourself that time. Make the investment. Um, if it's something that's like a little bit too expensive, another thing you might consider is um, if it's a regular gig where the, the person is coming each week, say and they're doing it I think a lot of times you could probably get it for a little bit less maybe than you would normally pay hourly for a babysitter and so what I would do actually is just put it out on uh, your next door downtown like email loop that's the one we have for our town Um, or you might have Facebook a loop for your town or whatever way that you have where you can you can put out a post and say that you're looking for a babysitter one night a week and I would just say this is how much I can pay and then you know see what kind of response you get because if you put it up front that this is the amount that 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 you can afford and that you can pay then you're only going to get responses from people who are really interested and so that kind of takes some of the guesswork out of it and you don't have to feel guilty if they expected one thing and then you show up and pay them something else. And again, if it's if it's on a regular basis, I think sometimes people are willing to take a little bit less. Because it's not like, you know, a once a, every two month, you know, night where you go out and eat with your husband and you just spend a bunch of money on a babysitter. You know, it's just more of a regular thing. Okay, number seven. Um, mom's Day Out. There's... Those scattered around, um, it's not too hard usually to find one of those at like a church. They also have them sometimes at like gymnastics places. I know our gym has like an open gym. They even have one during the day. So that like if you had homeschool with kids, you could take advantage of that uh, possibly. possibly. Um, so look for those. Um, they are sometimes pricey, but sometimes they're not. So Look for those as an opportunity to to be able to drop off your kiddos and and take a break if they're old enough to to do that. And if they're not, I mean, sometimes it's worth it just to take the baby. And so that's another one we're going to talk about and leave the other kids at the open gym. Number eight, um, mops group. Mops group or other kinds of play groups where they have somebody who watches and entertains the kids while you have a time with the moms to do Bible study and pray or fellowship and hang out is really awesome and they're not expensive and sometimes I don't know like sometimes you need time to yourself but sometimes it's even just as good to have time with other moms to really collaborate and relate and feel like you're not alone so Check into a mops group near you or another type like that. That's like a play group that has childcare. Number nine, borrow a grandparent. Um, this is great. I was never around family, and we have definitely had people that we have kind of adopted as grandparents. 
And there are people that are retired that would love to watch your kids, I promise. So never hesitate to, you know, check that out. And obviously you can't swap, you know, watching their kids. So again, swap for something else if you feel like, you know, there's something you can do for them. Like, you know, pick up groceries or help with house cleaning or just hang out. You know, what have you. Okay, number 10, borrow an aunt. Someone who has older kids, um, knows what you're going through, would love to hang out with yours for a while, or maybe their kids are grown, and they would love to hang out with some toddlers or a baby or some elementary school age kids, and they, they you know, never get that anymore, so it's a treat for them. Um, I've definitely, you know, I'm pretty close to being in that position. I still have a nine-year-old, so I have some younger kids, but you know, I don't have to watch them 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because they're pretty independent. And, you know, people like me, you know, we're, we, we can make time to do that, especially if it's only like once a month or even once a week. But even if it is once a month, do it. Like even once a month, is worth it for you to get some time to yourself. You need that regular time. If you can make it weekly, that's even better. But if you can't, you know, once a month is not a lot to ask for a person. And there's a lot of people that would really like to do it. Okay, number 11. Leave the kids, but take the baby. Okay, so this is one that I kind of touched on in a minute ago. And, you know, if it's just a situation where you can leave the kids either with dad or a family member or, you know, a borrowed aunt or what have you, but you need to take the baby, you know what, sometimes that's, that, if that's all you can get, you should take, take it. Because really, a lot of times taking a baby to shop or what have you isn't really that big of a deal, especially if you can, you know, time it to when they're either sleeping or happy and I've definitely done that. And it's still so much less stressful than taking everyone, especially shopping when you have young kids, like especially clothes shopping or something like that. It's just so much easier to just have the baby. There's a lot of things I've done actually with just the baby. I remember going out one time with some girlfriends and we each had our babies. <laughs> and then we left the older kids with the dads and it was still so fun. We went to Red Lobster and we had dinner and I I don't think we went to a movie, but I can't remember, but we definitely hang out afterwards. We may have gone and got coffee or something. But, I mean, I've done that a lot of times where I've just taken the baby. And it, it's still, it's it's not the perfect mental break where you really just don't have to take care of anyone. Um, so I would recommend that, you know, as the highest goal. But if you can't do that, then even leaving a few behind is really helpful. Number 12, um, separate your kids to different places. So, you know, if you have a lot of kids like I did, there's been times where I've been able to, you know, have a couple spend the night here and another spend the night someplace else and have a babysitter for the other one. Or um, if it's not spending the night, you know, just hanging out with some friends, like one hangs out with one neighbor and another aged one hangs out with a different neighbor. And then, you know, I'm able to get somebody to watch the baby or what have you. So if you can separate the kids out if you have several of them and that just works better um that can work really good with family too because I know like I have some family if they had been around which like I said they didn't live near us but if they had been around they probably could not have handled them all at once but I have some family that have probably could have you know I could have farmed them out and that would have been better for everybody 
Okay, so here's some tips if you just can't get away at all. Like, let's say you just, you really can't, like, just totally leave and, you know, go out of the house or away by yourself. Number one, or one of those, which is number 13, is to get out early before your hubby goes to work and, you know, do something then. Read your Bible, exercise, go get some coffee, whatever it is that you love to do, photography, you know, anything that you could do like really early in the morning before your husband is out the door and someone's at the house. Or, you know, if you've got kids to where you feel like they, maybe your husband isn't there, he might travel a lot or, or you're single mom or what have you, but you feel like you could leave the kids just for a little bit. Um, you know, even if it's just 15 or 20 minutes to take a walk or, um, you know, like I said, go get a coffee nearby or what have you, that's a good way to at least get a break. And you definitely need that mental break. I mean, you'll have to decide for yourself, you know, how that might look. But, you know, you could leave a baby monitor or what have you if, you know, you're going to be close enough. But again, it's just a good time to kind of settle your mind and just not be you know, turned on all the time. Number 14 is at night after bed. So that's another good time, especially some families, they put their kids to bed pretty early. So that gives them a good time to take a break. Um, you can hang out with your husband or, but then this is mainly about hanging out, you know, by yourself. So you definitely need some of that too. watch your favorite show or, you know, work on your blog or whatever it is you like to do. Number 15, during nap time. I've known a lot of moms who have done that. So if you can take a break during nap time and do something that you just enjoy, um, I would take advantage of that. I usually, during nap time, took a nap (laughs) because sleep was like super priority for me. So if you want to take a nap during nap time, do that. Um, But that's a time that you could at least get some downtime, even if you can't get away. Number 16, the electronic babysitter. I know this has become such a problem in some ways, especially now, right now, because electronics is so prevalent. But sometimes, especially if you just desperately need some time to yourself, and and I don't want it to get to that, to where you're desperate. So, you know, take the time to let the kids just sit and watch a, a movie for an hour and a half so that you can just, you know, go off and, you know, decorate your house or work on your computer or whatever it is that you have a chance to to take some time to do that's just for you take a bath or whatever you know let the electronics be the babysitter for a little while it won't be the end of the world and if you do it you know as a special treat regularly then you know like like once a week they get to all sit and you know watch a movie and you know eat popcorn or whatever, something that's not a choking hazard probably (laughs) if they're little. Um, but you know, something that you can do to just like let them kind of chill while you chill. Number 17, last one, partner up with a friend, go to a fenced in playground or backyard or basement area and hang out. So sometimes, like I said, you just, if you just can't get away, it is so nice to just get with a friend who's kind of in the state, same stage as you and just chill. Let the kids play together. First of all, that will keep them busy for the most part. And they 
won't be bothering you because they'll be so happy to be playing with other friends. And if you're in an area, like I said, that has a fence or something like that where you really just don't have to watch them so hard, you can sit back in some lawn chairs and relax, you know, have some iced tea or lemonade and just talk and relate. That can be so renewing. So if you can't get away, and even if you can get away, I would still recommend this one because... Personally, it has just been so encouraging for me, and I really think it's important to be around people that can relate to what you're going through. And just remember, this season will pass. If you've got, you know, a lot of kids or little kids or babies or toddlers or what have you, I mean, it's weird to think about, but you will eventually have time on your hands. I I remember when the kids started getting a little bit older, and it was almost like in phases so like and it was so weird because it would happen so suddenly and like all of a sudden I would have like just a little bit of time where I just didn't have to do anything it was so weird because especially after having you know so many years of just being busy 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 and and just having to really keep an eye on little ones and everything but it will happen and then and then you go through another phase and you have even more time and then another phase and you have even more time and then your kids get older especially if you have a a larger family where you get to where your older kids can watch the younger kids and you think you've like died and gone to heaven it's so awesome so anyway no matter what stage you're at take some time to get some time to yourself and i hope that some of these tips have been helpful to you I'm so glad you joined me today. If there's something you heard that you think a friend would really love, please share this episode and visit us on the web, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Imagine Mom. Thanks so much for listening.